Welcome to day two of our look together at the book of Joshua. We're going to be looking today at the first couple of verses in this book, this great book in chapter one. And as we look at these verses, as we enter into the book this week, we're going to begin to talk about where the life of victory begins. And we're going to find out that it begins with God's promise. God's victory is born into my life when I trust God's promise. So how do those promises get trusted? How do they get born into my life? How do they take shape? How do they take reality? Birth is not a bad picture of how God's promises need to come into my life. Like in a pregnancy, God creates the child, but he trusts us with whom he created, with the, with the little baby, with the little girl, with the little boy. God has many promises that he has created, he has given you as, as your creator. And that is the victory in your life. The victory in your life comes through the promises of God in your life. But it begins as I begin to trust those promises, as I begin to handle those promises, and live with those promises, and live out those promises. And in Joshua 1, we learn, we're reminded that it's not always easy to trust God's promises. In fact, it often challenges us to our core. As you look at what Joshua had to learn, had to face, in order to begin to trust God's promises for himself, I hope you and I are going to learn some things about what we have to face in order to trust God's promises in our lives. In Joshua chapter 1, just picture this with me, the entire nation of Israel, millions of people with Joshua as their leader, they stand on the edge of God's promise, literally on the edge of the promised land. So they're standing on the edge of God's promise. How do they begin to enter into it? How do they begin to enjoy this victory in their life? This is the story of our lives. This is the story of your life, actually every day of your life. You don't stand at the edge of God's promise just once in your life. Every single day, we're standing at the edge of God's promise. And the question is, am I going to step into it? Am I going to step away from it? Or am I going to get stuck where I am? How do I begin to step in to God's promise in my life so I can enjoy God's victory in my life, so I can win life's greatest battles? Well, let's let Joshua help us to picture how that can happen. Listen to what happens in verses 1 and 2. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give them to the Israelites. Now, just a few simple verses, but there are some very deep truths here about how God works in our lives to begin to accomplish his victory, how we begin to trust God's promise. Beginning with what he says in verse 1, Moses, my servant, is dead. Maybe one part of you that thinks, well, that's pretty obvious. Joshua has been serving him all his life, and God has to tell him, Moses, my servant, is dead. Why does God have to tell him that? He has to remind him because it's so easy to hold on to the past. If you want to enjoy God's victory in your life, first of all, you have to understand the need to let go. What do you do when everything changes? In Joshua's case, what do you do when the leader that you've been following for 40 years is gone? Well, first, you realize that he's gone. God seems very blunt here, very uncaring. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, cross the Jordan River. But he's actually being truthful. There's nothing more frustrating. There's nothing more wearying than trying to keep the past alive. There's nothing more frustrating, nothing more wearying than trying to trust in some other person's trust in God in the past. That's trying to keep the past alive. And if you're trying to bring God's promises into your life through some other person that used to trust in God's promises, it's never going to work. Moses, my servant, is dead. The past is gone. I've got to trust God in a fresh new way today. 
To receive God's promises for your life today, you must first let go of yesterday. Moses had trusted God's promises. And the people of God, Joshua included, had followed Moses. But now Joshua comes to this moment in his life where he has to trust for himself. Maybe you've been trusting someone else's trust in God's promise. Maybe a parent, maybe a pastor, maybe a teacher, maybe a friend. I want to tell you that God will always bring us to this place in our lives that Joshua came to this day. Moses, my servant, is dead. That person whose promise whose trust in God's promises I've been trusting, and as they trust, I follow them, and I see God's blessing. At some point, that person's not going to be in your life, not always through death. Sometimes it's because you move, or sometimes because there's a change in their life. But there comes a moment when you realize, I can't trust in that anymore. I've got to trust for myself. Moses is dead. Now what am I going to do? Joshua had to choose. Am I going to run away from this, or am I going to choose to trust in God? And God immediately challenges him to trust. First, there is the need to let go. We learn that from the very beginning of the book of Joshua, if I'm going to step into God's promise. But then there's a second thing right away. He says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Then God says, now get ready to cross the Jordan River. First, there's the need to let go, and then there's the need to act. God had given them the promised land. It's God's land. It's God's promise, but they have to do something about it. They have to cross the Jordan River. They have to step into the land. God's promises require our response. There's something we have to do to step into God's promise. God didn't carry them into the promised land. He had them cross the Jordan to get to the promised land. And we're going to see what a challenge that was in a couple of chapters. God didn't ask them just to like drive by the promised land and wave at it on the wave by. He said, you got to cross the Jordan River. He didn't build a bridge for them before they got there and say, I got it all ready for you. Just go across this bridge. He said they had to cross the Jordan River. He said they had to trust. And the same thing is true in my life and in your life. There is a step of trust that you need to take. Now, I'm not talking about works. I'm not talking about the things that I do make me right before God. There is no way that you can make yourself right before God by anything that you do, crossing the Jordan River or any other thing, being baptized, any other thing, any uh, service to the poor, any other thing. If I think that me doing good things or me doing religious things is going to make me right before God, I'm fooling myself. Only the power of Jesus can make me right before God because only Jesus is perfect. So it's not by my works that I'm saved. It's because of my salvation that I now do the good works that God has for me to do, that I step into God's promise. That's what empowers me to do that in my life today. So there's this moment here as we begin the book of Joshua in my life, in your life. What am I going to do about the way I'm living? What am I going to do about the life that God has for me? Are you going to be satisfied just standing where you are? Satisfied just trusting in somebody's promise in the past and what you enjoyed in that? Or satisfied standing on the edge of the promised land and never really stepping in? Or right now in this moment, are you going to allow God to do something in your heart, your mind, where you say, the past is gone. I'm never going to recapture that. How can I trust God today? How can I trust God today? Get ready to cross. Where do I need to act? What step do I need to take? Get ready to cross. What do you need to do right now to get yourself ready to hear what God has to say to you through this study of the book of Joshua? What do you need to let go of? What do you need to look forward to? You see, that's the two things that are happening here. 
Let go of the past. Look forward to God's future. You want to see God's promises become real in your life? You got to let go of the past. You got to look forward to God's future. Get ready to cross. Let's take a minute to talk to God together about this. And wherever you are, even driving in your car or there's a lot going on around you, I hope you can build a holy place right now where you can spend a moment talking to him about this personally. Just say to him, Father, I want to see your promise lived out in my life. You know me. You see me. I'm not perfect. I struggle. But I also know you have given your promise. You've given that gift. So based on who you are and the promise that you have given, I right now look forward, begin to look forward to living in the way that you've promised. Living by faith. Living out your vision. Living out your promise in my life. I I know it's a day-by-day process, a step-by-step process. I know I'm not going to become perfect overnight or (laughs) ever on this earth. But I also know that I can be growing. I can be changing. That your promise can begin to possess my life like it never has before. And I pray that through the study of Joshua, that your promise would become more real in my life than it ever has. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Tomorrow, we're going to continue to look at how you begin to get ready to receive God's promise in your life.